Hello everyone and uh, and last time Rob we were talking about expectations and we were talking about how kids can actually get it wrong um, they can actually think that you have expectations well you were saying they can actually think that that you can have expectations um, of them that that you actually don't have and so continually having that conversation really does does actually matter and that was a that was a good good well i think a new thing for me actually i hadn't thought about it like that before yeah Stu. so you know i guess any failure <clears throat> any setback makes us have a look at our expectations uh, i think that's fair to say we start to review our expectations and i think it's really good to talk with our children uh, about this because i guess one of the things that can happen in the in the wake of a setback or a disappointment is that we can start to expect less. And that's a very common way of avoiding disappointment, is to expect less. So, like everything, this topic is nuanced. And we have to be careful of that as well. And I would say, in fact, that that sets the base for a kind of a low-grade depression type of attitude, really, where you don't expect much from the world, you don't expect much for yourself, and you, d- you, do, you don't expect much from other people. And I've certainly seen young folk with that type of inner orientation, so we also have to guard against that. And that's why you're right to say that we as parents, we want our, our kids to have, I guess you'd call them healthy expectations. And maybe hope itself is an important kind of expectation that um, tomorrow can be better than today. My future can can work out. I can move towards new possibilities. Today can be different from yesterday. I can make friends. I can in fact be amongst people where I feel safe and can relax and can start to trust again. So. I think that that's really important. But then, of course, I guess expectations can be turned right up and they start to become unhealthy around expectations of performance or perfection, um, which is probably the flip side where we're now anxious that if we don't keep performing, well, then we're going to now hit catastrophic failure. And I guess it's, this, it's in this way that anxiety and depression work together. Because anxiety around failure will help us to, will get us to start to think about this failure of it not working out. And so we start to cycle in those ways. So really around the, the idea that talking about expectations and helping our kids calibrate their expectations is so important. And uh, I really think that we would do very well to help them to go out into the world with, with really a healthy set of expectations for themselves we have a big role to play with that so uh, tell me if, if i'm hearing you correctly on the one hand uh, you don't want children or yourself for that matter to just kind of go okay i have these setbacks and i'm just not going to expect much from the world and i'm just going to kind of go well it's just going to be a horrible place and i'm going to just you know expect people to be bad to me and expect things to go wrong and then on the other hand you've got the the high pressure expectations you know i've got to be like this i've got to be like that i've got to be perfect i've got to get the best marks 
uh, and and both of those are are really detrimental to to us as adults as parents but also especially to young kids that are that are growing up yeah that's right Stuart. i'm smiling to myself because you put it put it a whole lot better than i did so thank you for that um, but yes exactly that so again just looking at this idea of expectations and really watching for that it's a very very important topic and it's tied into you know uh, key issues like hope hope for the future um you know agency in terms of my own ability to you know to to act in the world and to make things happen and and get things get things right and uh, you know obviously you and I both know that there's all sorts of setbacks and curveballs and all sorts of disappointments that come our way and as we talk to our kids about their setbacks as we coach them lovingly through those painful moments I guess what we're saying is that within that there is so much so much important material for them to to digest to get into their bellies that they can orientate themselves um, in the world out there i'm gonna i want to um, head in a slightly different direction but um, i think it relates exactly to what you're saying and that is in the work that i do we've had um, some amazing uh, researchers who've been doing some research into the work that we do and one of the projects that we work with at Itemba projects is uh, is early childhood development and we have these um, home visitations where, where uh, a mentor will go into a home and, and visit a parent and and start talking to the parents about how they can actually or or caregiver often um, whether it's a, a grandparent or, or an aunt how they can actually develop their their the children in the home and how that they can help those children become you know, make uh, their brains and their development uh, develop it so much better so they can have a better success uh, in, in their future. And this is a, um, an underprivileged community. And what's fascinating that's come out of the research is that hope <laughs> has played such an important role in the growth of these parents. So it hasn't so much been the knowledge and the, you know, the skills and all that kind of thing, but that, that just the virtue of hope uh, that that these these people actually start to realize oh, I can actually I have some agency to do something about the situation we find ourselves in, but especially about the future of of these children in in our home, and and the hope has come from the relationship with the person coming to visit, but also with the the agency that actually there is a possibility of something different and something better and i can do i don't have to rely on some outsider or someone out there i can be 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 part of that and i thought that was so fascinating and relates so directly to you know to someone that possibly is depressed or is finding themselves in, in a depressive place their conversations and just visiting someone and actually helping them think um, about the hope that is there uh, is is really powerful yeah absolutely Stu. uh I think also what, what it does, um, and if I think of the work of the researcher Snyder, uh, done a lot of work on hope, and he, he would say that, that hope com comprises goals, insinuates goals, or implies goals. So what we also do as parents in talking with them, uh, our children about what's possible, uh, not don't lose hope, a part of that would, would be that there are goals for today goals for for this year um, and helping all of us 
get on with what's in what's in front of us um, and seeing our everyday actions as as a part of that hope keeping hope alive moving towards uh, better futures so I think that that's also really important and I think that we as parents uh, need to talk with our kids about what it is that they're doing on a daily basis in what ways they're moving towards you know the things that matter to them uh, be it in the, in the in the realm of friendship relationships or in the various pursuits that matter to them um, what should they be doing this week how should they go about you know this match just as you were saying with your son you know you orientate him this is what i want your goals to be in other words go out there have a blast you know uh you might say other things as well but you you're you're aligning him more or reminding him of things that he can actually control that are right in front of him yeah that makes so much sense and and it also made me think um of again if i think of those two extremes that we that we started off with you know the the extreme of you see sports teams and i know i'm related you know sport i do watch a bit of it um you see sports teams that are anxious that are that kind of looks like the world's on their shoulders and you can just see how that just doesn't help them whereas there's those that that are um are just loving being out there and enjoying themselves and and i know where they're going as well they, they've they got their goal they, they know where they want to be but they but they're there to enjoy themselves as a starting point just seems to matter so much yeah that's right freeing our freeing ourselves up to be in the moment alive to what's actually in front of me now um, i think that that's a wonderful thing for for all of us to practice and i do think it's something that we can talk with our, our children about getting them to imagine uh, the rest of the day or tomorrow in a new way um, helping them to have I suppose a kind of feeling centered inside um, clear-minded in terms of what they're about and I guess what these conversations also do is they remind our kids uh, of who they are uh, their value their worth to us and that we want to free them up to say uh, you know go out there and uh, as you are uh, enjoy your day um, by doing this or that type of uh, practice or goal would you say there's a practical um, thing that you would you would suggest to children or, or, or you know to teenagers that that you would say for them to be centered and to actually focus on the next thing and that this particular thing today that that, that they're going to work on I think if if the young person was anxious then I would want them to know that they were anxious to take those breaths that we spoke about a while ago and then to remember what their, their, their attitude or goal needs to be so taking a, a calming breath center themselves in that way if the child was uh, inclined to become gloomy or down that ghastly draining negative you know uh, sense I'd want them again to perhaps go for a walk and maybe move the body get up get out uh, remember what they're going to do and come back to what they can control so something along those lines um, i would anticipate those two ghastly feelings anxiety and low mood or feeling down and if and when those feelings strike then uh, you know remember this uh, as you go about your day thanks rob again a really really helpful stuff and uh, i think it is interesting to differentiate between anxiety and and gloominess or, or, or de, you know feeling depressed or down 
and that the two require different different things and as parents maybe we need to i certainly think i need to start understanding the difference because i don't tend to i don't feel like i can i can actually see the difference in my children yet and i need to learn a bit more and and understand that a little bit more and step in a little bit more um to be able to actually understand them and what's going on within the different those two different things